Welcome to The Unlocking. It is my honor and my joy to be here with each one of you today on this podcast. My prayer is that each one of us would walk away with a greater understanding, an unveiling, an awakening, an unlocking to our minds and our hearts, to His truth and His voice. So Holy Spirit, we come and invite you to do what only you can do. Have your way in our midst and in our conversation. We bless you, we honor you, and we thank you. Thank you for what you're going to impart and what you're going to do today. Welcome to the very first episode of The Unlocking. I'm so excited to be on this journey with each one of you, just to see and hear what the Father wants to do in each and every episode. Sometimes it'll be just um, what He puts on my heart to share, of whether it be stories or revelation or history with Him or um, just nuggets of truth, or whether it be inviting other hosts on here to join and talk about specific things that are on his heart. I'm just so excited to see what he does through our time together. So Father, I just ask right now, Lord, that as we lean into your heart, as we lean into knowing that your heart is to awaken and unlock our minds, Jesus, to the fullness of who you are, to the fullness of who you've created each one of us to be, to display your glory, Jesus. I just pray that every ear that is listening, God, that you would just touch them in a really tangible way right now, that they would just feel your wraparound presence, that they would be led by your Holy Spirit. And I just pray, Father, that you would just encounter them, whether they're in their car driving or in their home listening or at work, um, that you would just meet them. You would meet them, Jesus, right now. And that you would just impart your truth and your love over their hearts and minds. So months and months ago, when I was praying about what the name of this podcast would be, I just kept on hearing really distinctly the unlocking. And I saw keys in my spirit being dropped um, that sons and daughters were using and unlocking minds and hearts and cities and regions to the reality and the truth of who the father is. And who he wants to be. Habakkuk 2.14 says, The knowledge of the glory of God will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. And if you break down the glory of God, what that really is, is the manifest presence of Jesus. The manifest presence, the manifest person of Jesus, the knowledge of him will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. But in order to get there, we have to understand what intimacy with him really looks like and what identity in and through him really is. Um, I have a core belief that that is so foundational to everything that in order to walk out who the Lord has called us to be, there has to be this foundational knowing who he is and who we are. And understanding what it means to be in personal relationship with the triune Godhead, with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so that just excites me, ignites me, stirs within me. And so I thought on this first podcast, I would just share a little bit about my own testimony of what that looked like for me in intimacy with the Father. So every episode is going to have a key takeaway, and I really felt the title of this episode was The Invitation to Intimacy. And so that'll be our key takeaway from this time together. 
So just a little bit about myself. My name is Christine Lamb, and I am a mom of four. We have three boys and a little girl. Our boys are 19, 16, 12, and our little girl is four. Um, So our lives are quite interesting, having a 19-year-old and a four-year-old, but that's a whole story in itself that we'll dive into on a later podcast. But love being a mom. Love um, family and what the Lord is doing in family all across the earth. I believe wholeheartedly that family is where revival starts, that it's it's from family and it's an overflow. It's from what we're doing in our days, um, day in and day out, and then an overflow into everything that we touch and do. So I'm also married to my high school sweetheart. We met when I was 14 and he was 16, and we just celebrated our 20-year anniversary. We've been together for 25, but we've been married for 20 And I can say wholeheartedly, he's my very best friend. And the Lord has done so much through our lives since being a 14 and 16 year old. We're now 40 and 42. And yes, I did just give our age away, (laughs) but it's just been beautiful just to watch the hand of God in our lives and the way he's grown us and grown us up and stretched us and led us and yeah, that's also another future podcast, but that's just a little bit about myself right now. Um, but the story of growing up, um, I grew up in a strong Christian home with parents who love the Lord, who honor the Lord, who ooze the character and nature of God. Um, and I asked the Lord to come into my life to be my savior at a young age um, and truly walked my life. Obviously, I've made hiccups and mistakes along the way, but I've been one who has known really clearly, clear conscious when something was wrong. And so I've just, I was on this journey of just wanting to know him, wanting to love him and wanting to please him, which some of that was basked in a wrong religious sense, um, to please him, to be loved more, to please him, to, um, yeah, just to feel like I've done a good job or, or, you know, just the mindset of that, which is so not the father's heart, um, that there's nothing we could do to make him love us less. And there's nothing that we could do to make him love us more, that he loves us. He loves us. He loves us. When he sees us, he sees, he looks at us like he's looking at his son. He sees righteousness and holiness and purity. It's, it's who he's called us to be. And, um, it actually causes us to live at a higher place when we truly understand how he sees us, when we see him rightly and how we see ourselves through the lens of the father's eyes is truly when we start to live that way. But growing up, I, loved him, but there was always this question mark in my spirit of, well, I hear people talk about intimacy with the Lord and talk about this personal relationship, but I don't know how to get there. And I would just, you know, really cry out for that, but just not sure how to connect the missing dots. And, um, about 11 years ago, I had met um, this lady named Shelly Mandeville, 
and was at her house one evening for coffee and she was just talking about the Lord and she was talking about him in a way that everything inside of me was jumping up and down. Now I know that it's, it was the spirit, Jesus spirit, the Holy spirit inside of me, just leaping up and down going, that's it, that's it, that's it. And I walked away from that time and came home and was sitting in my closet, not because it was my prayer closet. I know a lot of people have those, but because that was the place and space that I could find that was quiet at the time my boys were little. And so I had shut the door and I was in my closet sitting on the floor. And I said, Lord, I want what she has. I want to know you like a friend of God. I want to hear you like she hears you. And literally in that moment, it was like a battle axe came down and sliced a religious spirit off of my life, off of my thinking, off of the way I had aligned my belief system. And what I mean by that, he said to me, I'm closer than your breath, just receive it. And it was like in that moment, I was, it was like the blinders had been taken off my eyes that I had come into an alignment with a belief system that I needed to know more scripture, that I needed to be a better Christian, that I needed to do steps one, two, three, before I could get to level four. Um, that it was like, a um, almost like you had to get to a certain level to be able to gain access to that kind of relationship with him. And it wasn't something that my parents taught but somewhere along the lines, I'd come into agreement with that belief system, which I believe wholeheartedly is a strong religious spirit that says you have to perform to be able to gain. You have to um, do and know this to be able to receive access into that realm. And so it was literally like it was just cut off of my life and literally a fire in my belly started that day that has never stopped. I am only more hungry and more thirsty today than ever before. And it only continues to grow because when you meet him and when you hear him and when you hear him talking to you and when you know that it's his voice and you're in communion with the father, the son, and the Holy spirit, there is nothing like it because you were created from the very DNA. You were created from your father in heaven. You were created from him. So I'm always saying, you know, Jesus is enough and not enough in the sense of not all the other things that aren't important. It's that my belief system is him himself is enough to be the magnet to draw people to himself that we don't need to add to the equation because when people have encountered the living God, there is something that happens within you that says, I've met my father for the first time. And that is not something that is taught. It's caught by receiving that reality and that truth, receiving the finished work of the cross, receiving the fact that the veil was torn, free access, free permission granted to come boldly to the throne of God, that there is no more having to go through somebody else to hear the voice of God, that there is no more having to go through steps one, two, and three, that you do not need to know more. You are going to want to know more because you've met him and you can't 
can't get enough, but it's not going to come from a place of striving or performing or trying to muster it up. We can't even in ourselves try to love God. It's only by his spirit within us that even awakens that reality to be able to love him and to know him. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by his Holy Spirit. And so that is the journey that um, really started to catapult this thing inside of me where I was raised in church. I've been around so many different moves of God and beautiful and, and all these outpourings. But, you know, there is always something inside of me that felt sometimes in atmospheres and places that something was missing. And, you know, even to this day, I'll, I'll run into people and they'll be like, how do you dream the way you do? How do you, how do you know you hear him so clearly? How do you, how do you prophesy? How do you do all these things? And they've been Christians for years and years and years. And there's something inside of me that just breaks because I'm like, it is a free invitation. It is what he died for to give us access to wipe away our sins, to restore us back to the Garden of Eden, of walking with him in the cool of the day. And to know that so many people are still locked up and not knowing how to get there just grieves my heart and grieves my spirit in this like this thing inside of me just wants to say, you have permission granted to just talk to him and to break off this belief system that you don't hear God. You do. You are his child. You know, it's learning to know the character and the nature of God, to distinguish between God's voice your own thoughts, and the enemy. It can always be measured up by the nature and character of God. And how do we do that? We do that through the living word of God. And, um, you know, it is a renewing of the mind to his truths. And the battleground, as we know, is in the mind. The victory has already been won. The enemy has already been defeated. We don't fight towards victory. We fight from victory. We aren't aiming to arrive and get to victory. We're living from the finished work of the cross. We are living from being seated in heavenly places. And so it's about renewing our minds. That's where the battleground is. That's where the strongholds come. And it's how we align ourselves to his truth. Where does our belief system come from? So many times when you're talking with somebody and and they're just hitting a wall, you can trace it back typically to a place of where their belief system is. What are they believing about God? What are they believing about themselves? Um, Bill Johnson says a quote, and hopefully I'm going to get this right, but something along the lines of, I can't afford to have any belief system about myself that is not how the Lord is thinking about me. And it's all about knowing him. It's all about knowing his character, his nature, that we can't afford to live in this place of, lies and belief systems that are so far removed from who he is, because then it puts us in a place of being oppressed and, um, like a lid being on top of us. And that is not how he created. He created us to literally be his hands and feet. He created us to be the ones who established the kingdom to release 
his voice, his heartbeat. You know, he could have chosen and done that by himself, but he chose to use weak vessels who have been completely renewed and sanctified through the finished work of the cross and is a continual renewing that mind to those truths and those beliefs. But he chose us to co-labor with, and it's in our weakness that he's made strong. When we can lay down our rights and our will and say, Lord, in my weakness, it's in my weakness that you're made strong, not in my strength, but in my weakness. And so I just really feel like the invitation for us today and the key takeaway today is this invitation of intimacy with him. And so before we close out this episode, I really love to just pray for you that if you feel like you've been up against this religious spirit, or maybe once you felt like you were there and it's been years and years of allowing those belief system and lies back in, the Lord wants to renew it today. And he wants you to know that there is an invitation before you to simply open and receive his heart and his truth over you, that it truly is that simple. The enemy likes to make us feel like it's like all this work and all, and so hard and striving and, and working up enough strength. And when really it is a, it is a alignment or realignment with the finished work of the cross and what the Lord did on our behalf. And so father, I just thank you for each person that's listening today. I thank you, God, that you have given them ears to hear you and that you have given them spirits to receive your truth and that you are unlocking mindsets today that has blocked them, Lord, that maybe it's come into an alignment with a religious spirit that says they have to perform or work for your love or perform or work to understand and know your voice or have to perform and work to be able to hear the secrets of your heart. And so by your your spirit. We just break that lie off and we just release a blessing over your sons and daughters that they do hear your voice and that you are closer than their very breath, that you are living and dwelling and um, residing inside of them as the living temples of the most high God. And so I just release a blessing, God. I release that they have the mind of Christ, a sound mind to receive truths and to be unlocked to all that you've created them to be. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me today on this episode. My prayer is that as you walk away, you felt an unlocking taking place. And that as you go about your day to day, you would see him moving and hear him speaking in new ways. And that you would find yourself responding with a resounding yes to him and all that he is asking and speaking to your heart. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast from. Until next time, remember, you are his beloved.